0: Understand me, you gotta understand where I came from.
1: I'm Al Elric for the 2021 city council race. Are the people ready? They are not ready, but they need to see it. <laughs> Let me just take you back to when I was 10 years old
0: living in on the East Side. I was born into a wrestling family. Of course, your dad was wrestling superstar, the soul man. Hawk Phil Howard, to me, he was a superhero. Hey, Romeo and Juliet,
2: pay hey, attention. We've
3: got gladiators in the ring.
1: I learned a lot of lessons very early on in life. At the same time, I was just a regular little surprise, in Emmy Award winner. I'll
0: have your finest tequila. No. no. I'll have a vodka martini.
2: No. You asked to ride in a rug in, in my It's gone. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? That is not painful by them. That is painful by the people of Detroit. You might be qualified ML. I'm not qualified for this job. Let me tell you something. You want to go right now? Okay? You want to go right now, Hey, kids. It's your old pal, ML Elric. And I got to tell you, I was looking at the calendar, and I am so excited about some of the guests that we have coming up. We uh, should be having Mike Ratai on on a future show. To talk about uh, this year's Clark Park Charity Classic hockey game. Normally, we do that outdoors in Southwest Detroit. This year, we will be doing it in the East Side indoors at a rink uh, that is run by the East Side Youth Sports Foundation, who's kind enough to provide us with ice so we can have that game. So we'll be telling you more about that later this month. And for St. Patrick's Day. We're going to reconnect with our friend John Rutherford, one of the owners of the Kadju Cafe. You may know him with the Motor City Horns, uh, the trombone player for Bob Seger. And we are going to go around the horn, go around the country, probably check in with Ben Blackwell down in Nashville and sort of take you around the country New Year's Eve style, Dick Clark rocking New Year's Eve style to celebrate St. Patrick's Day because it was on St. Patrick's Day that we realized that we were in this, this, this pandemic that has changed our lives. And we have some other great guests lined up. Unfortunately, this week sucks because it's just Sean it's just Windsor and, <laughs> and Mark Felhau. I knew
0: that was coming. A couple of things. I know, do you, have gum, do you have gum or are you chewing something?
2: I, I'm, I'm chewing on my, on my own sorrow. And what's going on with cud. your
0: hair? You don't have uh, product in it this week. It's throwing me off there yeah, a little
2: bit. I'm, I'm going for sort of a, uh, a Robert Redford look. Okay. Uh, this is what Robert Redford would look like if he was not good looking. Okay,
1: and if he didn't <laughs> so dye his I, I hair started,
2: red, I started with the hair. That makes that's sense. it. Yeah, that's. Uh, I figured we'll, I'm going to go from the top. I did
0: down. like your technique though of saying that you know the future podcast will be great. In this one. With we'll we'll total garbage, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Which reminds me, um, that's true. But Roy O'Brien, Ford, Lady Jane's, <laughs> Luke Nowacki, and David Hall are all awesome. So I think we fulfilled our obligation there. In case somebody dials out right now, but we are going to be joined a little later with a special by a special guest, uh, Ed Murphy, uh, a uh, a super volunteer and data guru for my city council campaign. Who's going to share a tale from the campaign trail that happened last Saturday? So you're going to want to stick mm-hmm. around for that because it's it's pretty. It's it's pretty funny. So
1: such a good tease. I don't even know about it. So
2: well, it's that's that's the beauty. He's good of tease. at teasing. It, it just it, it captures your tease. imagination. You will you will stick around and wait. So um, your uh,
0: whiskers are teasing your face. They've been trying to come in for thirty years.
2: It's, there's something to be said for not coming right away. Just take your time. <laughs> really? I, I know you, you're you puzzled a, by that, but no, I'm, I'm just, just saying. I'm just, just puzzled. Just, just I'm try I'm puzzled
0: it. by that 30 years of growth on your
2: face. <laughs> it. so uh, now it's taken
0: so long everyone's exhausted
2: We've got
1: some, wants to, and it, just wants to move on. We've exactly. got
2: some feedback from listener Ann who says, Sean, please try that. Listen to the man. Sean, for the love of all that's holy, please listen to the man.
0: Wait a second. Mark, did we not have like a private production meeting where we were going to leave the wives out of all of this? And then now oh, that's what he's doing. This oh.
2: is Ann. Uh, I don't this understand is-
0: this, Mark. So whatever wait, is wait, good wait, for wait. the future councilman.
2: Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> right? Wait, what? What makes you assume so this is someone you, you know? So if this it's is, good for you. There's only one woman named Ann who listens to this show. Okay, well, this
0: is, probably. I don't, I don't know that my wife would ever listen to the show because of me. She might listen because of you. Boy, I Certainly I, because of Mark.
2: Oh, yeah, right. I think somebody just outed themselves there.
0: She's always loved that Mark made fun of his calves, like on our first podcast. I did. How they held up all that. uh, Well, they have to. You know, because he's got beautiful calves and he made a nice comment about it or a (laughs) joke about it. And she's loved him ever since. You know, of all the parts of my body to choose to be beautiful, the calves would be way down on the list.
2: (laughs) There's
1: so many other things I'd rather fix.
2: Well, I I thought this was going to be a bad show. And then we started talking about naked guys on the show and it just got worse. What
0: does it make you uncomfortable?
2: I just, I just, I'm just,
0: come on, man. It's 2021.
2: I'm looking for a reason to live. That's all. That's, that's where I'm coming from. You're
0: still stuck in 1982. Um, I think. Hence Except, the music, hence the the old although, television shows. You
1: know, I, I got to say, I'm totally perplexed because you picked the intro today, and you picked um, a new show, which is Young Rock on NBC, which blew my mind that you even knew that thing existed
0: and was and had a Cool in a Gang uh,
2: riff yeah. in
1: there. Yeah, yeah. I'm so a have you seen have you, cool Gang. have you seen the show?
2: I have seen promos for the show. Okay, so you know it. You know of its existence, and I read an interview. With The Rock, that I think uh, the New York Times did. Um, of course, you did. And uh,
1: it was um, of course you would read an article in the New York <laughs> Times instead of
2: watching the
0: half hour sitcom.
2: Well, because I can I can find out how bad the show is in minutes as opposed to uh, as opposed to
0: giving it a hours. shot. Or maybe you want to do one yourself, right, Mark? I, I Probably. mean, to launch your so-called run for
2: the young L Yeah.
1: I, I, I watched that. I watched his show. It's not,
0: it's not bad, but pretty much anything he touches turns to gold. Isn't this all about his future presidential run though?
1: Kind. I think it's a little bit tongue in cheek. I mean, I've only seen one episode, but um, I mean, is he the most perfect human being or what?
2: He's a pretty cool dude, but I, I can't get over the idea when in the history of man or woman, uh, or, uh, or human, or non-binary person, have we had somebody who had a show? Where it's basically, I wanted to tell people about the three stages. I mean, is he that interesting? I yes. mean, he's 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 definitely charismatic. He's definitely super smart, and he has a way of being a big intimidating guy, but also being incredibly accessible. Well, I mean,
1: if you read an article but, on him in the New York Times, you probably wouldn't find him that interesting. I'm guessing it's probably kind of bland.
2: No, I found him interesting, but I'm like, can we can we run a series off of this? I mean, how about like
1: there he is?
2: (laughs) Wow, I stay out of that. Here's
0: a here's I have a question for you guys. Is he the only sort of bodybuilder guy with big rip muscles who's a Democrat?
2: Oh wow, I think Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is. He's just uh, a no. He's a moderate Republican. He's well, he's nowadays they would call him a Democrat. Weird random thought, Sean. A Republican.
1: (laughs) It's a weird random thought. Well, Ferrigno isn't. Because he worked, uh, didn't Lou Ferrigno work in an administration? Did he work under Trump? Ferrigno,
0: he may have. I think yeah, he did. yeah. No, I just sort of tend to associate the, you know, that testosterone. Part of it, yeah, a little with bit. The yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually, I
2: think I think uh, Trump wanted to call Ferrigno during the impeachment hearings as a witness because he didn't hear anything.
0: Oh. Oh. A troubling. Problem. Oh, yeah. Or at all. I can't believe you're making fun of that community.
2: As Lou Ferrigno said to me, I'll kill. Oh, my
0: God. I'm, I apologize. I'm sorry. for.
2: <laughs> what? I think Lou can stick up for himself. Lou actually is he's another one of those really dude. funny, funny he's people. Awesome. Yeah. He was hilarious on the King of Queens and a bunch of other stuff he's done.
0: Well, he pokes fun at himself a little bit. That's yeah. the key. Yeah. Right? Don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. And you loved him in Hulk, right? Are you talking to me or are you yeah. talking to him? Or either one oh, of you. Oh, I thought you were talking to
1: him.
2: Either
0: one of you. I mean, I mean he's little, over there a, drinking a little, what are you little... drinking?
2: Tea? Uh, it's it's just uh I'm just uh, enjoying a nice cold uh Oh no, that explains it. You're a little sick. what,
0: Mark?
1: I'm a little young for Hulk. I like, I remember it though. Um I don't know. I mean as a kid I
2: liked it, yeah. I used to cry when that little that little piano riff would come on. <laughs> it was
0: it,
3: Yeah, it was it was very kind of poignant. bittersweet, it yeah. It really wasn't hurt.
0: It. It, it, but, yeah. It's very I felt the same way about the man from Atlantis, you know, what, Patrick Duffy. With <laughs> the webbed, with the webbed fingers and feet, I'm okay. okay. That's yeah, really dating myself.
2: Didn't he? He he was in the water one minute looking for Atlantis, and the next minute he was in, was in the a shower, shower with uh, with uh, Victoria Principal. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good career. That's a great reference. I,
0: was, I just thought it would be fun to be able to breathe underwater. I mean, Mike can. Victoria but, uh,
2: Principal. Yeah, this <laughs> yes. is a great show. Victoria this is a great Principal. Start. We have a little another note here from Ann. Can you learn to breathe through your ears? This is a. Y N. Mark, different
0: did we Ann. not have a production meeting Ann. about yeah, leaving the yeah, wives out? Why, and you
2: brought this it up, which is why Ann. he's doing it. No, this is a different and
0: This, this, listen. It's not going to be so funny when this uh,
2: audience is shrinking, but we have more ands than anybody else. Excellent, great. Yeah, that's uh, so. What's going but, on? Um. So yeah, no, I, I just, I have not seen this show, but I just, I'm just wondering, is there anybody who's big enough to justify uh, doing? basically an extended biopic and what is the future of this show is it one season i mean do they do 10 episodes or are we going to get are we going to get is it going to be a big success and we get caught up and all of a sudden all we have left is present day rock he's like well uh on this week's episode uh i'm making a shopping list
1: well it's young rock so uh, i'm sure it's going to stay in his youth because that's uh, what the show's about
2: no it's three stages he said it's his youth it's when he's in high school and then it's when he's in miami and there's your three seasons there's your seasons. We're gonna do. We're gonna do a whole season on a guy while he's in elementary school.
1: Ah, eh, he will make up some stories. I mean, they make up stories all the time for sitcoms. Whew,
0: boy, uh, God, you are such a stickler. Yeah, kind of like Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'm right? sure if it was on
1: Morrissey,
2: you'd be all pumped for it. Uh, I might watch some of that. Exactly. Actually, I know Morrissey That's would be one episode. Everybody's mean to me. I was so watching, I sat uh, in my room and listened to forty fives.
1: There's a new movie out there. I think it's on who, Tamla. Tell people who Morrissey
0: is, please.
2: <laughs> you got to be kidding! He on. does every week. What are you What's talking about? Tell That's people, true. tell people who Morrissey is. We also
0: is. tell people who Kwame Kilpatrick is. In your relationship <laughs> with him.
2: Ding! What's it was? You know, it's like saying, "Tell people who Jesus is." That people know.
0: A, Jesus,
1: I think uh, that Jones. might be one group of the most rabid fans for an artist. From music artists, the Smiths. Yeah, the Well, it's not the
0: Smiths; it's just Morrissey, right? He never I mean, says. Oh, yeah. He never says the Smiths, and by he, I mean M. L. No one periods.
2: I love yeah. the Smiths. Uh, I would. I would much rather go see Johnny Marr in concert than uh, than Stephen Patrick Morrissey, the lead singer of the Smiths, to get back to Sean's uh, earlier. Yeah, right? but Marr never gets enough credit to Sean's point. What I know people who love the Smiths, where I'm just like, oh, I love, I love Morrissey, I love, and they're like, it's all Johnny Marr. It's all the to. Thirty seven years ago, by who the these way, people? this week. The Smiths released their debut album, The Smiths.
0: Who are these people, come on, so it by comes the way. from our Brooklyn. You said, I know people. Who are these people?
2: I know people. In fact, you better be careful because I know people.
0: Somebody could come in and sit in this saying. seat. It'd probably be better I'm just telling for everybody involved. I you know people. Including the listeners. If I needed to get a car, do you know any people?
2: I do. In Ooh. fact, uh, I was thinking. Um, uh, the Smiths album was was released uh, what, here, here, here. 37 years ago. You know what happened 38 years before that?
1: The last time you bought a car?
0: No. A- oh, that would be the first time. It's a song.
2: No, Roy O'Brien Ford opened at Nine Mile and Mac really? in St. Clair Shores 75 years ago. If you're looking for a new ride, service repairs, or even just a top-notch oil change, they are still the place to go. My mom bought her red Ford Focus wagon there. You may have heard her... Uh, some people would say complaining um, uh, in a very ungraceful way, but I would just say mentioning because she's my mom and I want to keep it positive. Uh, that we borrow that wagon a lot. It's got almost one hundred ten thousand oh, really? miles on it, and it's still going strong. I she's cannot, not believe
1: you would take advantage of such a
2: sweet lady. I have never taken advantage of my mom. She's very, and you know what she traded in to get that 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 Ford Focus wagon. She's what? always sensitive. To me mentioning her age. So I I I probably shouldn't say, but she traded in her model A to get that Ford Focus wagon. <laughs> Sean's looking at porn. So okay, we'll get back to this. Um, anyways. Oh, no, you're not talking uh, to me. So um, so Roy O'Brien Ford has been taking care of customers, as I said, for 75 years. If you don't feel like taking the right track to go to Nine Mile Mac, RoyO'Brien.com is the place to go where you can check out Fast Track, which lets you choose your vehicle and options. You can pick your deal, you can lease, finance, or pay cash, which is the way I like to do it, except I don't have any cash because I'm unemployed. You can find out the value of your trade-in, apply for financing, and schedule delivery of your new ride, or your used one, because they have quite a selection of used vehicles. If you go in person, they're taking all the protocols to keep you safe, so you can go in there feeling well and leave feeling even better. So if you want to learn more, go to royobrian.com. that's R-O-Y-O-B-R-I-E-N.com, or call 888-566-5851. And be sure to tell them that ML's mom's son sent you to... I want to get in that thing and just drive it right away. Do you mind? (laughs) And you're speaking, of course, of uh, of O'Brien Ford.
1: I'm sure you could fill three seasons of stories of your youth me yeah you fill many podcasts with the story. you feel um your mom did sponsorships with old stories
2: I'm, I'm afraid of being accused of being was he making a joke and
0: waiting for me to
1: laugh or yes he was
2: or something
0: yes. like that i mean <laughs> i don't understand why he needs my validation he only does this podcast for you sean why does he need my validation he doesn't i i, I need his
2: i am i'm striving to be accepted by sean it'll never happen but that's what keeps us going so um on a separate note, I was thinking about this um when, when Sean was looking at inappropriate images on his phone. What what have you guys given up for Lent?
1: Um that's a great Don't question. Don't you have to be Catholic.
2: You well, could be Catholic or you could well, believe in making a sacrifice to uh, to well, deny yourself. I make a sacrifice people every are
0: Tuesday. <laughs>
2: Yes, uh, you you uh, you only get half an hour nap why don't between you, the hours of noon and 1.
1: Since this was a setup to find out what you're giving up for Lent, why don't you just tell us what you're giving up yeah, for Lent. come on, just
0: get to the point. You want to talk about yourself.
2: I already know what I'm giving up for Lent. I want to know what you guys are giving up. Um, God, I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> I know Sean and I gave Catholic. up giving up. So he's uh, a... No, F- I... Fannie Lou Hamer was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Sean gave up, giving up. I've just given up. Period. <laughs> Not quite as noble. No, but... no, I've just given up. Uh, you sell yourself short. No, I've just given up. Did, Which did is you... good because you fit right in with the rest of us.
1: I'll, b- I'll bite. What did you give up for Lent,
2: ML? I gave up dark chocolate, but I was really more interested in what that's, you guys that's made. It's really boy. It was, I know. I know you're a good lame. Catholic boy, Mark. You were even an altar boy. I, I think, try to right? be. Oh, got it. Well, yeah.
1: Is there? Or, is there that was the first time somebody there? said, you I really like those things. So what'd you give up? There it is. I knew, that, I knew there was something coming. What'd you give up? I, I haven't
0: done that in a few years. It's crazy. Really? I've given up caring that my nipples are pointing downward. <laughs> I'm sure my children well,
1: get That'll make it also. easier
2: for me not to eat any hot, uh, dark chocolate. Gravity or is, uh,
0: I've, I've given into what gravity.
1: What kind of woman are you? What, what do you mean you're giving it? Do you eat enough dark chocolate to
2: make that a sacrifice? Every day. Really? I start the day with some dark chocolate. It is. Oh, <laughs> you don't
0: day. eat it in the evening? I I eat a little bit of chocolate in the evening. No, I, I,
2: well, I start well, the well,
1: day. I, I, I have some in the, the middle of the day. Here's the
0: difference between you and me. And I have
1: some in the evening. I find this fascinating that you guys consume
0: this much chocolate. Here's the difference between you and me. very healthy for you. Oh, a, yeah, right. Let me explain it to you, Mark. He's dark chocolate because it's actually good for you. I eat the milk chocolate because I hate myself, and mm-hmm. I want the immediate gratification of the. I eat white chocolate because I'm you racist. Know, you hate I yourself love so much. white chocolate too. Are you sure I'm you're racist.
2: not Catholic? You sound very Catholic to me.
0: You know, last night I went to the store and <laughs> got self <self-loving>. uh, <laughs> Yeah, and got chips and uh, Reese's and put them in the freezer what? and um, drumsticks for my youngest son. You know.
2: Oh you yeah. Know, I like a the zero way you-
0: bar for my oldest son. I'm walking out of the store. It's like midnight. It was oh, high watching you? British How TV, much weed did and you I'm ingest? looking at these bags. You know, because the kids are home. They're doing school we're in a pandemic, and you're just kind of giving into the. You made a run. I was to in a robe. Store. I was in a robe. I did not write a check. Wait a sec, How about that? Wait a 2nd You're in a robe. You made a run to the store. Oh, I was not in a robe. To
1: buy chocolate and chips and ice cream, and you came home and watched British television. I, you had
0: been high. Right? No, I wasn't, and that's the that's the depressing part of this. I was walking out of the Sorry. walking out with the bags in my hand, thinking, "What the fuck? <laughs> How what? pathetic is this?"
2: Well, I, I just got it. This is, this is I not you what were it, high.
0: This is not what adults do. It would be much more explainable if I had been high.
2: I just got a call from Hollywood. They've just canceled Young Sean. It was in development, but they've heard enough. It's over. They moved out. Although I do
0: have to say, I like zero bars, but the, the zero bars were not from me.
2: It, those white chocolate things? Yeah,
0: I, lo- I love white chocolate. What
2: you, you have to go to like the last Greyhound station in America to find those things. I
0: once did a feature story on Christmas Day hanging out at a Greyhound bus station in Detroit.
2: Loop. It was fun. I <laughs> was, once did a Christmas I can't wait day story to of what up. it was like to spend the day in the Belknap County Jail in Belknap, New Hampshire. I've, I've never had a Christmas anybody. Day story. I did. I interviewed a woman who was a very lovely woman, and she and her roommate had saved up and she bought her roommate a toothbrush from the commissary, which I don't think was necessarily a commentary on her, on her roommate's breath. And I think her roommate had bought her like a roll of certs because that's all they could afford.
0: By the way, can I just uh, a quick little addendum here or a little adjustment to the story because yes. it was all true. There were a bag of baked lays in there too because my oldest son asked for baked lays and my wife tried to discourage that by saying hey it's just ground up potatoes it's turned into a paste and then laid out on silicone and
2: baked this sounds like wow. a good time to remind people that we have some great shows coming up um, <laughs> Mike Ratsey <laughs> will be here uh, we will be doing a special St Patrick's Day show you've
0: never had a good ear um, for what's fun but it's that's okay
2: probably best to, I think we
0: uh, should go down Sean's
1: uh, grocery list every week i find it utterly fascinating i know that's not it's really not a it. grocery
0: list as much as a There's uh, lard. A, i'm stuck at 18 lard. and butter no, no, no! I, I was just recreating my days of being nineteen and flunking out of school. Last Lard is that's, for that's, that's cooking. That's, the
2: butter is for putting that's his pants
0: what, on. That's what I was doing.
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I was just. It was. A, it was a flashback to uh, taking four zeros one semester and walking around in pajamas. And
1: wait, seriously? Did you, you know, really? I did really i you, did a whole semester Didn't you,
0: what, what happened i stopped going to class in late october probably is there okay i was there some reason for it or just other like, than depression and self-loathing okay.
1: yeah but i mean every kid and every kid goes I, tr- I was
0: treading in bong water you know what i mean ah, it was just, okay. Uh, yeah <laughs> which is why which watching timbuk3 <laughs> playing i gotta wear shades in front of the head shop <laughs> down the street from where i lived that was kind of interesting
1: <laughs> so well, what how, how it, were you able to go to the next semester Pardon me? How, how were you able to go to the next I semester? didn't. I went to oh. junior college okay. and then got back in. I had, a, so, I had a buddy that did the same thing at Central. <laughs> zero point zero. Or no, no it wasn't because I was State. partying
0: or anything like that. I was just in over my head in a way, and whatever. Wait, know. was that your first semester? Lost a little bit. It was my second semester. The first semester I was okay. Was really? Second semester. Then I went to junior college. I wanted to go. Where was yeah. this at? Well, you university? entered the transfer University portal? of Texas. Oh, oh
1: wow, in Austin, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: wow. And then I got back in. I went, and got A's for a couple of semesters, and uh, and then got back in. Wow, last and look at you! today. No, not really. And then so, you fast forward. Last yeah, and then I fast forward, and then it's fucking midnight, and I'm walking out exactly. with a bag of zero, and
1: and life's everything you ever wanted. To, oh, but yeah,
0: right? there was a Gatorade in there. That's semi, I guess. <laughs> I love that. Okay, that, I, that I the Gatorade explain. wasn't for me. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a terrible dad too because well, I you know get why? that stuff at midnight and. Ah. They're old enough. They're fine.
2: Empty calories for those boys. That'll keep them going. Yeah.
0: I did make a French potato leek soup for dinner, so I, I at least can. Oh, so the snob in was you is
2: still alive. Was there marbling? In the, <laughs> there, marbling? Was there any marbling? In the, in
0: the leeks? leeks? They're green and white.
2: Yeah, you Why idiot. can't you just say you made onion soup?
0: <laughs> because it was leek soup. I don't know. not onions, why can't you say? Why can't you just say you live in Grosse Point? <laughs> oh, that's right. We're not supposed to talk about that. But we can't talk about wives. But I thought we weren't supposed to talk about that either. But go ahead.
2: Um, To all the ands listening at home, I just want to apologize. Uh, We would never allow you to be married to Sean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: Okay, it's your podcast. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and be quiet for
2: a
1: while. Well, if anybody out there is trying to better themselves like Sean clearly is, and you need to get a haircut because you're all scruffy, go to Lady Jane's. Quit messing around. Get to the nearest Lady Jane's near you. You can get a great haircut, a hot lather neck shave. That might take a while for some people. And a hot towel treatment in a safe and clean environment. Make sure... When you check in, tell them uh, either this show, The Soul of Detroit, or The Drone Mike Show. Uh, By the way, click that you're a new customer, and then you can pick. If you're a repeat customer, you can't click. But go to LadyJane's.com, find the one nearest to you, and when you check in, please click on us. And Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men, it's wicked awesome.
2: Were you insinuating that they will shave multiple necks for one price? No,
1: no, some people have hairy necks.
2: Oh, okay. I I didn't know if that was some sort of a, 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 a... Mitch McConnell shot. That you I have did. a hairy
0: back. Um, By the way, Matt Jennings just texted me. Oh, great! He said I love leek soup. So there, Michael.
2: I do too. Well, that's that's exactly the third party validator we've all been looking for.
0: The guy drives a truck and he loves leek soup. So we can can we just stop with the labeling and stop but we can just say yeah. we can do. I mean, look yeah, at and Mark. the broad
2: brushing. Look at
0: Mark. Yeah, you no, know, hey, a hard right conservative who can't <laughs> wait to get off this podcast to go watch his favorite soccer team in England.
2: Actually, he told me he was going to watch football later.
0: On the pitch. Well, he calls it football because he's you know an elitist. And okay. You call yeah, it? that's me. Yep.
2: I understand. Well, um, be, before we before we move on, it's already it's all too about late. gambling, Sean. Um, it is. I want to I want to uh, say uh, we're very happy to hear that our friend Barney Johnson is doing better. Um, if you follow the podcast on Facebook, you have probably seen Barney's posts. But uh, uh, she reports, yes, Barney is a uh, is a nom de guerre, uh, a pseudonym, a, a fake name, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, that she was without power for five days, but because she's from Michigan, she got through it and uh, and took a much needed shower recently and did some laundry. So we're glad, what a nightmare that was. We're glad that she's doing okay, and we'll be talking a little bit more about Texas a little bit later in the show. But I want to um, I want to to share something that I got. In our mailbag bag from uh, awkward po- Oh, where's uh, you know that was a that was primed for Matt, but he's not here. So okay, so we'll go back. What uh, that that felt like a real opening for Matt Jennings, you know, to say we reached into our mailbag. but oh, um, yeah. but we're trying to get Matt on a higher plane. Uh, Shirley says, "Hi gang, my husband drinks beer occasionally. Typically, I just buy him six packs of like Bell's Two Hearted Ale or Shorts Local Light." When it's warm, because of your podcast, I think she means when it's warm outside. Because of your podcast, Altus, caught our eye at the store last week, twelve pack, not the usual sixer. So he'll be sipping Altus moving forward. Do you know if it also comes in bottles? I I do not think it comes in bottles at this point, Shirley. But more importantly, Shirley asks um, if we have any thoughts on thirty-two-year-old former speaker Lee Chat- Chatfield losing his job uh, with a nonprofit business group uh, in southeastern oh. Michigan. Southeastern or southwestern? Uh, Excuse me, southwestern Michigan. She thinks that Governor Whitmer may have sicked her reporter toadies on him, but what do I know, she says. Either way, what in the world did that hack give away to corporate fat cats while he was briefly a lawmaker to be rewarded with that gig right afterward? Wish you luck in the primary, referring to the city council race. Finally, an honest public servant. I think she's referring to me, not... not, uh, Lee Chatfield. Of but course, I, only you. I have not earned enough votes to be a public servant yet, but I do have aspirations. So first of all, she says Chatfield was making $750,000. which I don't know if that's true or not, but the guy he replaced was making $750,000 to help uh, a nonprofit foster business in well, it's profitable for somebody, obviously. Yeah, in but southwestern. But it's not Michigan. supposed to turn a
1: profit, so that's why they can pay people right, you know, three exactly. quarters of a million dollars. They sluice all that money ridiculous. off ridiculous
2: to the executives. But sluice, what leak, touche, sluice lard leek. for the cooking, butter for the belts.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but, um, as far as I know, a <laughs> leak comes out of the ground. Sluice comes out of your.
2: No, sluice is how they they prospect. That comes out of the ground, too. Yeah, okay. That's the way that they right. separate, I did, I'm separate sorry, the I didn't gold to, from the rock.
0: I didn't mean to add any fun there. Go no. ahead. Keep going.
2: And see, right, we're right back to the rock. So this show is actually, while it seems completely in disarray, it's incredibly carefully constructed. And Some of those people out there,
1: there, there is actually a rundown of some Are
0: oh, You keep scratching the back of your neck. You're trying to get those hairs untangled. You should see Lady Jane's.
2: Yeah. No, no. no I'm, I'm pretending this is a pistol. I just want to be taken away. So explain
0: Chatfield and
1: what
2: happened there, because I don't know if a lot of people know. As 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 people may know, Chatfield very conservative socially, and had made some comments um, about uh, about um, uh, gays and lesbians and folks who do not hew to the traditional one man, one woman, marry, blah 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 blah. In other words, he's a little bit behind the times, if I can be kind. And so there were folks who objected to this, and he tried to hold on to this job, and he you know, was not successful. I think uh, Kalamazoo may have refused to make their contribution to this business group. And ultimately, the heat got turned up, and he left. And whether or not Governor Whitmer um, inspired some reporters to look into this or not, I, I can't say. I, I sort of think it just bubbled up on its own. But I, I love Shirley's question at the end of this. What did that hack give away to corporate fat cats while well, he was briefly a lawmaker to be rewarded with a gig right after that? And it raises...
1: Isn't that the problem with uh, you know, leaving uh, any kind of legislation yes. in general, either federally or at the yes. state level?
2: Well, it, federally, there's a revolving door rule where if you're a member of Congress, you can't become a lobbyist for like a year or two years or something like that. In Michigan, we have nothing like that. But even if we did, it wouldn't necessarily apply to a job like this, which is not insane... A lobby. Because these guys do take jobs and they do rise to positions in the legislature that set them up for their second act. And when I was at Fox 2, we did a story on this deal the state the state Senate entered to buy a uh, an office tower, which is across the street from the office tower they already occupied, that put taxpayers under the hammer for like $100 million over the next 20 or 30 years. And the way... Things work in Lansing. Only one person had to approve this deal. It was the Senate president at the time, Randy Richardville, nice enough guy. But what he did was he decided that the Senate needed a new building. And so they struck this deal with a guy named Ron Bogey, who happened to own the building. And after he left the Senate, lo and behold, Mr. Richardville got a job doing some consulting for Sean. I have no idea. Ron Bogie, I thought you may have been paying very much attention. <laughs> I just said the that would name. have been a very educational. No, answer. you're
0: slowing your you're slowing way down. I guess you're trying to be serious. It's well, a I thought you might like, be a little okay, low-key hey, after all
2: uh, those lard Fritos and drumsticks. I didn't
0: Say anything about lard, whatever. But uh, no, you. That's how they got make potatoes. Really serious, and there were lots of periods. It goes mono
2: knows that. um But anyway, this is this is a real problem, and 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 thinking about that. Um, that situation reminded me of a, of a funny story when we were trying to find Ron Bogie. We had been looking for all these Republicans who were hanging out, and we spent a very sweaty night in the back of a Ford Escape shooting video of all these Republicans hanging out at Ron Bogey's uh, massive home in a gated community where they're all coming out on the veranda and and drinking things in highball glasses and smoking cigars, and we see all these people, my coal Were you a little jealous because sure. you were in the back of, of well, a I was a sweaty you know, van. Yeah, I, I, the only thing job. I was jealous of is they had ready access to a restroom whenever they needed it. But it was it was very hot, and we're watching all this, and we ended up doing a couple of stories where we used this video, and it was it was very useful. And I believe Mr. Richardville was there as well, but when we went to go talk to Ron Bogie about this real estate deal, he refused to talk to us. We couldn't catch him anywhere. We couldn't get him at the house because, you know, he leaves this massive garage and shoots down the street in his big car and drives through the gates and he's gone. And he owns a uh, uh, a, uh, a tower, Boji Tower, mm-hmm. uh, even Sean would have got that one, in Lansing. <laughs> and when he leaves, he comes up out of a uh, an underground parking spot. So we couldn't get him there. So finally we figured out that he hangs out at the Shenandoah Club, which is a country club um, in Oakland County. And so my partner at the time, Chris Sherbin and I were waiting in the show Shenandoah club for Mr. Bogie to come out and, or to arrive. And we did not know what he drove. We thought we had an idea. My guess was, it was like a Audi A8 or something. And a car that looks like that pulls up and a guy who kind of looks like Ron Bogie gets out. And one of the things that you have to do is you have to make a split second decision. Are you going to get out. And uh, some people would say, jump the guy. I would say, as, as Mr. Steve Wilson says, having Mm -hmm. unscheduled accountability session with somebody, because you have to do it fast because you've got to close the ground between where you are, where they are before they get to the door where they can be, you know, uh, safely escorted inside by, by security or whomever. And so we see a guy we're trying to figure out, we make the split second decision to jump out. And so we jump out at this guy and we're running towards him. And then we get halfway there, and I said, stop. It wasn't him. So we get back in the car. And so now we're back in the car, and all the valets are watching us. They've just watched two guys, including one who has a huge camera on his shoulder, jump out and run at a guy, stop, retreat, go back to the car. And the whole time we're sitting here thinking, okay, we've blown this. Somebody's going to tell us to leave. This was a disaster. Nobody says anything. And then Ron Bogie shows up. And we know it's Ron Bogey, and guess what he was driving, Sean? Uh,
3: an Audi,
0: whatever it was, oh eight, a eight.
2: Very good. That's it. Was actually probably. Well, <laughs> yeah, you chastise him for not listening. Probably here, a twenty fifteen. Oh, he's taking I always notes.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I always listen. I just was thinking. What, I was actually getting lost, thinking that wow, it was great. Probably when he was at Fox Two and he had an editor, because <laughs> I, I know he had one. The Free Press too. But go ahead. to drink. Continue. So, yeah. So what happened? Yeah. Tell so, us. Now please. that we're all taking notes in case we're yeah. We yeah. got. So we got, so we we got pop, Ron wins. the lecture. We're about halfway through.
2: So we got... <laughs> it's only a lecture. This is like the semester three when you... a three-part
0: series on Young L-Rock. Oh, yeah. L-Rock. Okay. Yeah.
1: okay.
2: This okay. is like the semester when you got all zeros.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you found that out in two seconds. like I, You know what I mean? I went to Speedway and got some shitty food, and I was watching... Actually, not British TV. It was a show called Search Party. I don't know if you guys have seen that. But anyway, you knew that in two
2: seconds. But go ahead. <laughs> Were they searching for the point? Uh, <laughs> okay, anyway, so what happened? we saw, are, yeah. So we got Ron Bogie and all he said was, "Talk to talk to John Truscott the whole time. Talk to John Truscott the whole time." But uh, but um, well, that ended ended with a whimper after
0: the
1: yeah, hour build up. We wow. Probably
2: should I probably should have told you to cue up the sound because it was a pretty funny encounter.
1: But anyways, well, I think Sean ruined it too by that, not
2: paying attention. Uh, if if Sean's responsible, I'm with you. Um, <laughs> and we didn't even get. We didn't even get the chips like those boys who have suffered longer than we have um, and, and, yeah. uh, and his wife Penelope. But this is, this is one of these – this is another example, a, a fairly recent example of a leader of one of our legislative bodies who, who benefited financially from his position after he left the legislature. And, and to Shirley's point, I, I don't know what he did to secure this job. He's actually from a completely different part of the state. He's, like, from northwestern Michigan. So I would love to know. Oh, so
1: what knowledge does he have of the southwestern, what is it, southwestern Michigan
2: business? Something like that.
0: Grand Rapids area, right?
2: The swells. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, no, 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 that's western Michigan. This is Kalamazoo. Hey, why did Kalamazoo, oh, Kalamazoo. Why, why
1: were they withholding money to the fund? Was it strictly because of his views on yeah, LGBT I, or was it because yes, of the Trump it, meeting? Okay, no,
2: Kalamazoo is a, is a very progressive uh, community and I think they were concerned that they didn't want their money supporting someone who has views that didn't support uh, people in general. I mean, it's, it's sort of a very narrow-minded. And I don't
1: um, think the guy should never work again, clearly, but at the same time, no, no, no. he just got term limited.
2: Yeah, but he he knew th- that's the thing. You want term limits, you know, when you take the job, you got six most in the House and maybe mm. another eight in the Senate. I mean, that's sort of like saying, uh, well, if I drink all my life, it's going to suck if I get cirrhosis of the liver. It's like, no, no, no. When you drink all your life, you're going to get cirrhosis of the liver. That's I
1: mean, expected. I, I'm a, the story. This is a really interesting story, though, because why shouldn't he do this job? Frankly, I don't know why it pays that much to begin with. Well, but you know, you can't have the members withholding money, which is. Well, within their rights to do so.
2: Well, here's my question if I can counter your question with a question What is it about a guy who's had his mouth on the public tit since the time he was 26 years old, know about business development in a different part of the state? I mean, come on, that's the thing. He was a 32 year old dude who was Speaker of the House, so he's got some connections in Lansing and maybe with the bureaucracy. But he's been he's been basically on the dole since he was twenty six. This is the business genius who's going to. I don't like. I, mean,
3: this, I don't like that argument ridiculous. though. I don't like it's that ridiculous. argument though
1: because there's a lot of career politicians, and I know we don't like career politicians. I don't Why? mind. What's if wrong with good. career? Well, po- exactly. He's just saying that. You know, what does he know about business? I think you can know a lot about business being a politician.
2: I'm look, saying, what did he have to do with business from the time he was, what, 18 to 20? I agree with you, If he went, if he went you, into business right out of high school, he's got eight years of business experience. What does he know? There's got to be a more qualified candidate out there, regardless right. of his You can be smart
0: and know lots about lots of things. I agree with you, Mark. Yeah, I mean, I, what, does I, Biden, what does Biden know about business? I mean, he's a career his whole life. I mean, is, look, I'm a sports
1: writer, he's and I know running, a lot about cheating. He Cheetos. didn't run
2: to be it's head possible. of a
1: business association. I understand that, but I'm just saying that I, I just don't like that argument because, like Sean – more eloquently put it, you can know a lot of things about a lot of things.
0: That's not very eloquent. I mean, I'm a sports writer <laughs> you and I know a little writing. bit about sports and I know a lot about Cheetos, for example, and those two have nothing but to apparently. do with it. I'm
2: not sure that has to do with being 26 years old, except you're in your pajamas uh, outside I mean, the Cumbie you know, We farms. could live
0: in bubbles like you do, little vacuums and not pay attention to the world, mm-hmm. but some people try to, and I think that's Mark's point.
2: So you, let's edit this. Surely, I don't know. thanks thanks we appreciate that was a great
0: question shirley sorry we got lost in uh you know mike's fox 2 tales nick on facebook had
1: a question for you and i believe the question was does this story have an
0: end but i think that was in regards to (laughs) ron bogey Oh, sorry. Ooh, that so makes mad. a weird little echo. I yeah,
2: just, I just thought I'd take people on the inside. I thought it was of interesting the surveillance and. Hide. Yeah, no, I know because you said that. It was, Nick it was, didn't. this it was poorly produced. Because if we, were, I would have ended the story with our dynamic confrontation with Mister Mister Ronald Bogie outside the Shenandoah Country Club.
1: Am I supposed to call Ed? By the way, no, it's okay, Mikey. We didn't, we didn't do that.
2: Um, no, let's let's uh, we're gonna do that in, in a minute because we have All to get right. to some some more correspondence. But I think. I think this is probably as good a time as anybody to tell folks how to uh how to uh plan for a good financial future. Oh,
1: well, the one thing you don't want to do is overreact. I mean,
2: the market's been crazy the last
1: two days. If you have tech stocks, do not look at your 401k. No, no.
2: Investing should be like a good story. It should, it should be, it should move under its own weight. There should be points where you're like, where is this story going? But in the end, it takes you to a good place, right? Just well, head yeah. up. An object lesson in that. I, I
1: mean, think. you hear so much about day trading, but I think maybe the long-term advice. Yeah, see, it's been, it's been a disaster. I think the NASDAQ's getting slaughtered today, too, all those tech stocks, whatever that means. I don't know what it means. I know a guy who doesn't know what it means. It's Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Wealth. Give him a call, 248-663-4748. He will provide rational Financial advice for the long term, be it six months from now, six years from now, six decades from now, stocks, bonds, that 401k. What do you do with it? Because you want to make the most out of your money. You got to get advice. You got to get a strategy. Call Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Wealth 248 663 4748. And what's he going to do, ML?
2: Well, this is the one thing that, that, that we can promise you that he'll make it all about you, sweetheart. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Member F-I-N-R-A-S-I-P-C. Royal Alliance
1: Associates Inc. is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products,
0: and services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Yeah.
2: Well done, Luke. Um, Luke is not a geek. What? Luke is not a geek. What? That's that's a verbal elbow to the
1: ribs. So we're not calling it. Okay,
3: great. Oh, man, the geeks (laughs) have inherited the earth. We'll call him later! We'll do it live! you yelling at me. Friggin' thing sucks!
2: The great New York columnist Murray Kempton once sagely said there's no excuse for kicking someone unless he's up. So I am not going to make the Texas. Republican Party, our Geek of the Week, because you may recall not so long ago they were saying that Texas should secede from the union. Well, now that very union is the one they're turning to for emergency help because uh, somebody's messing with Texas and it's Father Winter and things are not going so well. It's been a disaster. But but we're not going to pick on Texas. And we're grateful that that Barney and her family seem to be doing well and smelling even better. Um, Then... Then I thought about what about that law firm that hired first brother Frank Biden? Oh my god! Which has been trying to drum up business by hyping uh, his ties to his infinitely more successful brother, who also not a businessman, as Mark pointed out, but yeah. he is the president. Um, and now it has me wondering: Is Frank the new Hugh Rodham? Yes. The new Roger yeah. Clinton? Oh yeah. Perhaps for those who are a little older, the new Billy Carter. Well, there's
1: also there's other brother too can be really fall in that category. Is it Jim Biden?
2: Oh, God, I'm taking one screwhead brother at a time. I know. Frank's a a load. Yeah, he definitely seems like a dude who, uh, and and God rest Leon Spinks' soul, but he feels, Frank Biden kind of feels like a guy who's going to spend the rest of his his life as a greeter somewhere. Probably not at a casino like Leon, maybe more at a Walmart or a Piggly Wiggly since he's down in-
1: As Wayne correctly pointed out on Facebook Live, he is technically the non-attorney advisor to the law firm. Yes, no.
2: All he has to shop on is, uh, I know people. And that's what they're basically saying. Not the name. Yeah. And of course, Biden has said, this administration is not going to be unethical. And already they got this this, uh, this goober. Well, he's um, not part of the administration, but it's still his brother. Well, and his employers, uh, who are probably rewarding him handsomely, yeah. are only too happy to try and parlay Access. off of that themselves. So shame on you, Frank Biden. But you are not our Geek of the Week. That singular honor is reserved for Thomas Ramsey, the founder of the Muddy Rabbits Mess, which is a 32-member military reenactment oh. group from Mississippi. Thomas was returning from a Civil War reenactment in Spring Hill, Tennessee, which I believe is the home of Saturn Automobiles, Bloop. and stopped for lunch at the Cracker Barrel in Coleman, oh this poor When his bull his excuse me, his buff Orpington rooster peep yep. escaped. More on that in just a minute. Ramsey brought peep to war because he says his research unearthed numerous accounts of soldiers going to war with animals. Yes, even during the Civil War, we had support animals. You'll read journals of people carrying not just fighting rooters, but other support animals, he said, adding that one Confederate soldier carried his rooster with him for two years. Until it was eaten by Union soldiers.
1: In, in the Civil War, did they call them support animals? I thought that was a pretty uh, recent phenomenon.
2: I think uh, depending on how long they're in the field, they may have called them... Uh, Food? Uh, Dinner? Sexual partners. Oh, but, Okay. Um, I didn't know you were going that way with it. Oh, so... Uh, okay. So peep's missing. B- big big time for a diversion here. Um, oh, okay. When I worked for the Daily Southtown outside of Chicago, we had a sports... Does this
1: story have an end?
2: <laughs> we had a sports writer who was great, and um, the, uh, the coach at the t- uh, not he wasn't a coach then he was one of the players Ozzy was it Ozzy Gian does uh, it matter anyways he uh, some guys in the locker room were watching porn and Albert Bell who had some, some character Joey. flaws of his own came in yeah. and said turn that shit off I don't want to have yeah. that crap in the clubhouse and Ozzy reportedly said what what do you mean what's the problem and he's like you know I think it, it may have even been like some freaky animal size he's like I I don't want that crap in here and Ozzy said, uh, you know, it's no big deal, you know, back where I come from, you know, you screw this, you screw that, you screw a chicken. What's the big deal? <laughs> and the sports was like, screw a chicken. He just threw it in. But there, he just there. didn't want to he didn't want to file that up. That was uh, like chicken quarantine, except you stuff it with spinach, right? Sean? Great story, yeah. grandpa. So, anyways, um sorry. So yes, uh I love that story <laughs> chickens uh uh, so what happened to Peep? Oh yeah. So, so anyways, so um, so Ramsey involved local off officials in the yeah. search for Peep, even posting a missing chicken alert.
0: I'm still and distracted by the chicken fuckers on the uh, social media pages. Sodomus, sorry.
2: In in uh, in in Coleman. Uh, Every five minutes, there was someone respond that they were looking for him. Said Ramsey. Now Ramsey. Apparently, uh, had never heard in his research that you never leave a man behind. And he went home to Mississippi. Oh, man. And he was almost home when he found out that Peep, I'm pleased to report, was found. In fact, he was found in the parking lot of the very same Cracker Barrel where he had been lost. Imagine that. So, no, no reason for kicking somebody unless they're up. Thomas Ramsey is up because he's been reunited with Peep. Oh, thank God. Maybe Peep was trying to get away. And now they can celebrate his victory as our geek of the week.
1: Now I want you two to kiss each other.
2: Wow. There's, there's a visual.
1: He gets
2: Yeah No, so no,
0: you're thinking about the chicken no, uh, since- The chicken sex By the way, do you remember Kip Adada, Friars Club uh, Comedian Had a line one time about Drew Carey And said he was such a great friend because he tagged the sheep that kicked
1: <laughs> That was a very subtle joke Oh, wow. disgusting i
0: know, I, it's disgusting. That's I know. but, you, but that's what we're doing today we're Just talking about chicken cares. fornication and I'm, I'm missing interspecies intergalactic lovemaking and whatever else
2: i'm missing matt right about now if you are <laughs> listening to us right now you are probably listening to the audio uh version of the show because we we typically come off facebook live at this point because facebook doesn't like it when we play music like duran duran's late bar and some other stuff uh we got booted, we got flagged um, uh, on February 9th. I got this message from, from Facebook, which hates us. It says, your video is partially muted because it may contain music that belongs to somebody else. And it said that, uh, that um, we, were, we were muted in um, Andorra, the United Arab Emirates, Afghanistan, Antigua, and Barbuda. Barbara. Angola and 130 other countries so i guess they must have been going have just
1: yeah listed the ones that we weren't blocked in.
2: <laughs> they may have been going alphabetically but i'm not sure how the united arab emirates comes in the a's but anyways so so if you're listening to us on the audio download thank you very much we really appreciate that and uh and if you were listening to us on facebook live uh you're we're still, No, We're still on
1: there for well, some reason. We haven't gotten booted. We got to get booted well, early. We
2: are right? not on there. If you're in Andorra, we love you, you yeah, must be listening <laughs> to the audio and uh, Antigua and Barbuda, which uh, Barbuda. looks like a, a typo on Barbados, but apparently is a Barbuda. So, uh, <laughs> to all our friends in Barbuda, thank you for supporting the soul of Detroit. Um, and we also want to thank uh, our sponsor, Hall Financial, for being a great supporter of all the shows on the Red Shovel Network. Rates are currently in the twos, so call today and find out how much a refi could save you every single month. When you refi, by the way, there's a process there, which means you're probably going to get to skip a couple payments. So that's an immediate savings for you. And then, of course, when that low rate kicks in, that's savings every single month Mm -hmm. until you've paid off you i'm won't. in that process right now ah uh, with, uh, you...
1: mr jim bentley helping me out
2: jim bentley yeah incorrigible
1: you know it's funny i talked to him yeah, does he I... draw
2: anything on the closing <laughs> documents
1: no that's what i was gonna say ml i mean you know jim very well um he's like a different person when he works there he's very serious he's very businesslike. it's weird yeah no i, I didn't expect that out of him it's uh it's i'm used to working with him here or at the radio station but this is you know he's, he's done mortgages for a long time. Good dude. He, I recommend him highly.
2: He's all grown up. He's got babies and I don't everything. know about
1: that, but yeah. So,
2: uh, well, anyways, if you want to get a deal like Mark's gotten or like I've gotten in the past, click on the link on our website to Hall Financial to get started. Or you can go ahead and call 248-308-5000. That's 248-308-5000. And make sure to tell them that ML and Mark sent you. NMLS MLS, 146 Five. So we love to hear from, uh, from listeners um, and viewers when, uh, when it comes to things like room 7609. Uh, Sean had several suggestions beforehand. <laughs> um, Emmett Otter's jug band, which I told him was not a new wave band. I was
1: going to say, every suggestion he had didn't really seem to fit uh, the idea of well, what's going on in the room. No, s- it didn't.
2: He said that the laundry tub has been replaced by a synthesizer. So we may we may try Emmett Otter.
1: I do like uh, Sean's one-word reviews of the songs when they end, though. One syllable. Yeah, that's right. Thank
2: you. He doesn't even go to three letters. It's just no.
1: Oh,
0: thank you. No.
1: Or yes. I mean, there's some he likes. Very
2: kind of you. When Thomas Ramsey asked Sean, have you seen Peep? He said, no. (laughs) He was wandering around in his pajamas after failing out of uh, Intro to Philosophy uh, modern feminism. It was chemistry, um, uh, basket weaving, chemistry, economics, history, uh, self abuse. I think
0: Greek daily life, and
2: yeah. uh, I don't know. Was, Who yeah. made that schedule? No wonder, no wonder you didn't go to class. I would have, I would have turned and hey, run for the probably hills.
0: A, probably a math class too.
2: Yeah, so you got if chemistry, you, know, you, you got there. Greek and math. I would have enlisted.
0: No, it wasn't Greek. It was Greek daily life. It wasn't the language.
2: Greek daily life. Are we yeah, back to the chicken story?
0: Two thousand years ago. <laughs> What's what going on? I thought, I, 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 you, you brought the chickens up.
1: I, I took a Greek myth and mythology class, and I still wonder to this day why I ever took that class. Are you kidding? I love Greek mythology. <sighs> I've never used it though. What? What have I What would I use that for? Any of you my, had
2: Clash of the Titans last oh, week? That, that opened it, the, the show. Helpful, understand
0: the culture a little bit. By the way, do you like chicken? I love chicken. What kind of? But what parts of the chicken?
2: The the parts that are on my plate.
0: Yeah. Are you a breast guy or oh, wing? Or yes, I thigh. do. You're a leg leg. Man. I do
2: boneless leg. fillets when I grill out. Yes. Leg,
0: thighs. No, I, I wings, like, breasts.
2: I like the breasts.
0: Bone bone in or bone out? A
2: bone out. Bone out. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. I'm one of those guys who likes to pretend that my food didn't come from an animal. Yeah, there's a lot
1: of you out there. I know. You're We're all living in denial. My wife is the same way. Yeah. She does not want it. Um,
2: I have tremendous respect for hunters because they at least can face what it is they're going to consume. I'd prefer to say, "Oh my God, I can't believe there are animals out there that are covered in breadcrumbs." <laughs>
1: Let me ask you. this I'm question. grateful for no those Eric beasts. Seals, a,
0: a really good free press photographer. I was on the road with him one time, and we went. He, we, McDonald's was our only options. It was late. We pulled through the drive through. He ordered a happy meal, and got upset that he didn't get the toy. But by, <laughs> but in any case, which was not surprising, but. Uh, yeah, he said the same thing, Mike. He wanted the nuggets because he he didn't want to think that that's yeah. Really well, at least in it that had anything case, to do with an actual chicken. But,
2: but there's no hypocrisy because there's no meat in a chicken nugget, so he's hey, good there. Watch yourself. By the oh, sorry, McDonald's actually, franchisee. Um, yeah, formally. I have a, a, a very quick, funny Eric Seal story. That maybe it's not funny, but I I, I, I have to share this. I gotta Go get this off my chest. His mother Does this story have an end. His mother recently passed away, and she sounds like she was an absolutely wonderful woman. And I saw on his uh, Facebook page, I said, you know, I'm very sorry for your loss. I said, you look exactly like your mother. And he does. And I saw from a subsequent post, he's adopted. What do I do with that? Where do I go with that? I
0: mean, what did he say? What do? You, what do? You, well,
2: what's wrong with that? You didn't respect. Well, I mean, it just just, because it just made because there's no me, biological connection. I just felt like I was. I mean, th- these two people. If you put them next, you're like, yes, yeah. you know. But it, they. It was. It was just one of those things where I saw that. And I just thought, oh God, am I the stupidest well, my, person alive?
0: My father was adopted, and he looked um, a little bit like his dad, but I looked just like his dad.
1: My oldest brother is adopted, and he looks like all of us.
0: But my father was pretty convinced, and um, before he died, he actually passed on the paperwork to my brother and I because he wanted to know where he was really from. He thought his father
2: had messed around with
0: on the side. This was in San Antonio in the the early 40s and then arranged through the the agency to get him. Really? Yeah. He was absolutely convinced of that, that and I looked just like him. Did that turn out to be true? My brother still has the paperwork. I don't, we, he didn't want to do it as long as his um, his mother was alive. He just felt sort of you know, yeah, honored yeah, yeah. that way. But then, I want to know how this story ends. But he died before my grandmother did, so he never really got the chance. But he, we did get the paperwork, and I, I guess it doesn't matter.
2: What? That's no cliffhanger. There, you got to know grandma's dead. I, don't know. I was going to tell say us. That, that was. I mean, a, I don't know. My brother's the one
0: with the stuff. I uh, we probably could go find out.
2: Boy, with this with this insatiable curiosity I see why you're a natural <laughs> journalist um, anyways oh, we, Eric we, is a wonderful guy and'm I'm, I'm glad that maybe it wasn't as as stupid I'm sure as I you're
1: thought. not the first person that has said that to him
2: anyway you'll be fine now I want to know about Sean's grandpa stepping out
0: he was the kind of guy that carried a lighter even though he didn't smoke.
2: Yeah, because the ladies like to have their Virginia Slims lit exactly. by a gentleman. Exactly, with smooth. a smooth. Exactly. Shit, you may have a lot I'm more s-
0: brothers out there. I'm not saying that he's misogynist. Uh, I'm not saying that's good or not. I mean, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm just, just kidding. I don't know. He's, he <laughs> sold not for your benefit. He sold Cadillacs in San Antonio, Texas. Sounds like a smooth guy. 50s and wore pinky ring. And
2: did they have the Longhorns on the front of the Cadillacs?
0: I didn't see them all that often. Uh, no. no, no, no,
2: no. Okay. No, no, no disappointing okay
0: uh, but anyway so i don't know
2: well a couple hours ago we we (laughs) we, uh we sauntered into room 7609 which is such a convivial gathering place that sometimes these conversations bubble up but we typically don't travel much further than canada for our unlikely source of new wave gold but this week listener scott sent us wandering the steps of mother russia with this email Hey, MLN team, love the pod. I am too young to be Gen X, but too old to be a millennial on the edge of 40. But you have helped me gain an appreciation of new wave music through your podcast. I listened to a lot of the grunge and uh, pop punk music of the 90s and 2000s and never had any interest in that old 80s stuff. But after hearing it week after week on the podcast, I've become a fan and now have bands like The Smiths, Duran Duran, The Talking Heads, who we were talking about before the show in heavy rotation in my playlists I wanted to make a recommendation of something that's both new and obscure it's a Belarusian band what? called Molchat Doma I uh, believe that's like a grandma. How it's pronounced as a teenager I had the opportunity to live in Minsk ooh for a couple of years it's a weird time capsule of a city not quite old Soviet but not quite modern I think Molchat Doma really captures this weird dichotomy in their music let me know what you think so here we are with Sudno by Molchat Doma I wonder what
0: this got distracted to
2: I know you like I am enjoy um, words and what do you, what what are those lyrics? I mean, what, what what do you think of those? Cool. You love.
1: There's this one-word
0: review.
2: You know, uh, enameled, I really enjoyed that. Enameled bedpan, window, bedside table, and the bed.
0: Had a little energy.
2: Not cozy at all. Hard to live, but cozy to die.
0: Is that the lyrics?
2: I, I mean, I, I,
0: are you writing
1: new that, ones? Isn't
2: that what you heard? That's, no you, you don't speak was it even in english you don't even speak belarusian
0: i'm just, not at all i just, like the energy is that, was that really the words
2: uh, that's one translation oh, okay there's others that that basically instead of enameled bedpan it's enameled vessel but, but that's I, a new band right i, I like well it, we we kind of said that we're going to try and, and oh, i know get to some, I listen some, some why, are new like <laughs> why are bedpans <laughs> a, shaped like toilets what's that why are
0: bedpans shaped like toilets random question <laughs>
2: So Why you know should... where to drink water in a hospital? Okay. I don't <laughs> so you're not confused? <laughs> it's... Why are, are they toilet all shaped like toilets? I hate
0: to do this to them, but when I was a kid, I had a, a stepbrother who had a, um, a bed wedding. I don't even know if they make those anymore. It's like a metallic sheet. Not sheep, but... It, he
2: was upset because he found out that your grandpa was really your dad.
0: <laughs> no, he was related right? in a different way, but it and was... you went
2: back in time and killed him?
0: You plugged it was into that, the wall. Was
2: that, where that story was going?
0: You plugged it into the wall, and if he if he wet the bed, it set off an alarm. What? So every... That thing existed? It did. Wow. Every freaking night. Horrifying. I'd get, you know, because we were three into a room, and you'd get blasted by that alarm. Oh, my God. And then... People Damn. people would come in and change
2: the Texas sheets. justice.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so he should add a bedpan, is that what you're saying? Yeah, what is it with Texas? My grandmother used to when my kid was my, my dad was like one in, in a high chair and eating, she didn't want to play with his food, so she would tie his hands behind what? his back. Really? To the point where he would then sit in a high chair and just automatically put his arms behind his back.
2: Yeah, like so he wouldn't God. steal her Paul Malls. Can you believe that? She smoked Winston's. <laughs> oh, Winston's, but, uh, okay.
1: That's insane. I you, love... Can you believe that we used to do stuff I like love that? stories about
0: the way things used to be like that. <laughs> the Tied crazy, his hands behind his parents, parents back so he wouldn't play eh, with it. That worked. With his food. It had something. It worked. God. And I loved my grandma. You know, she used to make aspic salad, whatever. Anyway, what? okay, huh? let's move on. Well,
2: yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I knew we got to I want to know low. how this story ends. We went from pans to your grandma picking her ass.
0: <laughs> no, ass pick. You know why I love my grandma? <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Two things. I'm just, Gross. Sorry. She taught me how to take shredded wheat. Is that then, when the
2: alarm went off?
0: <laughs> right? Oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> did your what kind did of this? a bell did they for that? You're really getting into ML territory here with this story. She taught me how to, oh, yeah, I know, take shredded wheat, toss it in melted butter, and then roast it. That was a pretty good treat, so... Yeah. It's just up in your head. Yeah.
2: Anyways, that's Molchat Doma. Um, uh, somehow, uh, maybe if we understood the words, we could stay focused. But uh, <laughs> outstanding uh, outstanding suggestion for Room 7609. We love to get your suggestions for Room 7609, so please keep them coming. You can write us at mlsoulofdetroit at gmail.com or give us a call at Butterfield 89070. That's 313 313- 9070 and Mark I think it's time to call Ed All because right. we're about to get to a little bit of of a listener feedback uh, but first I want to thank our one donor who was a very generous benefactor Brian thank you very much for giving and if you would like to donate to support the show you can go to mlsoulofdetroit.com hit the PayPal button you can make a donation you can make a comment and uh, if you make a rather large donation, we'll even read a message that you write on the air. Um, you can also help our show by contacting our sponsors and letting them know that you found out about them by listening to us. So uh, so we, uh, we want them to know they're not wasting our time, their time and their money supporting the show and that our listeners support them. We don't just take money from anybody. So if we're doing business with them you know they're pretty much on the up and up. You can also buy some of our great merchandise. If you want to support the show, uh, you may have seen Sean in the Facebook Live broadcast the show wearing our very fetching hoodie. It's a heather blue. It looks outstanding. Obviously, it comes in all sizes. From the women's cut that Sean is modeling <laughs> to uh, something for the, the there's more. So, there's for the, something
0: like that was coming. I just forgot my bra today, so it looks, you know. <laughs> for the more portly gentlemen. <laughs>
2: which reminds me, there was a uh, there was a clothing shop on the north side of Chicago called the Wallaby Shop that was for smaller gentlemen. Really? I guess if they'd been regular-sized gentlemen, they would have called it the, can- the, can- the, the kangaroo, kangaroo shop. shop, but they called it the what? Wallaby Shop. I'm I, like, I do not want to go to the Wallaby Shop. I'm
0: looking at two mics here, by the way. Oh, I know. Yeah. Because
2: one's it's not your dream
1: It's
0: your dreams come true.
1: Oh, I remember when I was uh, in high school, you know, baggy clothing, that was all the rage. Oh, yeah. And I was, uh, I guess they would describe it as husky even back then, you know, overweight. And I used to get pissed at my friends that were not because they would buy, you know, XLs and larges. And I'd be like, this is why there's none of this stuff on the rack for when my fat ass goes shopping. Because all you kids are buying all the baggy clothing.
0: So, lo- loose clothing. Like three-quarter yeah. shorts that sagged a little oh,
2: bit? Oh, I hated it.
0: You yes. look like Heavy D. <laughs>
2: Heavy D, well, that's quite a reference, uh, so, yeah. So, and the boys so. with yeah. think we found a title for this week's show, The Self-Loathing Hour. Um, but if you it's want to week. get some of our great clothing, uh, long-sleeve t-shirts, beanies, any of that cool stuff, even our super groovy neon clocks, you can get them at solardetroit.com. Um, and uh, a little feedback. Amanda O'Pines of last week's guest, Jerry Shields. Great guest, had never heard of him. Just subscribe to his pod and ordering his book. Love when you all share newsroom and reporting stories. Mm-hmm. So Amanda, thank you very much. I and I'm that. glad that she wrote because last week I forgot to answer her question. As ML goes door to door campaigning, any frequent ideas or complaints heard that have sort of surprised him? And uh, one of our stalwarts who's been knocking on doors with me is uh, Ed Murphy, who joins us now. On the as yet unsponsored hotline, um, sponsorships, attorney uh, opportunities abound here on the Soul of Detroit. Just send us an email and we'll figure out a way to take your money and attach you to some particular appendage of this show. But This uh, is like news. It's informative. Ed and I were knocking on doors and we got to the end of Audubon and we're doing pretty well. And we had a few houses left. Some people were asking about, you know, why is my water bill so high? Why can't I get more light poles closer to the house? When are we going to get the speed bumps on the street to things stop that people Things that really matter in people's yes, lives. So these yeah, are things no, that, that a council member can have some effect on. And I was, I think, able to help the one woman figure out why her water bill was so messed up because her water bill was in the mailbox as we were talking. But Ed finished his block sooner than I did, so he came over to the even side of the street and i had six houses left on my list so i said ed why don't you take the six that are furthest away and move towards me and i'll take the six that are closest and i'll move towards you and we got to this house the the last house on ed's uh, new list was a lovely house as are many of the houses in in uh in district four and i don't just say that because i'm running for city council in district four but this house was super cool. They had all these uh, little penguins on the front lawn that they made out of snow. And as I was pointing them out to Ed, I said, look, at there's, there's little ones. There's big ones. It's like a penguin village. They're uh, they're all doing – they're in different positions. They have um, – you Can know- we call up Ed so he so he could listen to you tell the story? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, no this so- is classic. Well, I, I'm listening. I'm just very quiet. <laughs> yeah. so, uh- I
1: was,
0: Ed, we do it every week. <laughs>
2: So,
1: oh, here's a
0: guess. No, actually, Mike's going to talk for this 30 fucking minutes.
2: Quite, quite the setup. By the way,
3: what is your position on global warming? Because I got that question about four times.
2: Oh God. Well, I mean, uh, it, it depends if those penguins were friendly or not. But uh,
3: wait, wait, you did you really get that question? I did. I was trying to get a guy to sign something, and I, I was admiring his windows and everything. So he came outside, showed me his windows, all that he scripted and everything. He said, okay, what's Alric's position on global warming? And I said, <laughs> I'm against uh, it. <laughs> I really don't know the answer to that, but I do know he's a little left of B. The guy said, "That's an honest answer." I'm signing.
1: Well, that you know, okay. that, that's an interesting thing because you know, as ML was just saying, people are worried about you know getting lights closer to them or their water bill, you know, things that are affecting their day to day. And that's it's just such a macro issue. Not saying it doesn't affect people day to day, but climate change is such a big conceptual kind of thing, right? That you know, down the line, yeah, I guess it affects people. I ask people in Texas how they feel about it, but uh, yeah, I just I surprised people being canvassed like that would ask.
3: Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> well, clearly, yeah. If so I was expecting it, I would have had an answer. You know, some yeah. Sort.
2: And and for the record, I I've got solar panels on my house and I have rain barrels, so I am. Heard I
3: heard all about those. Yeah. I
2: am trying to uh, to to lower my carbon footprint.
3: Uh, I got to put in one other thing when we were talking about your rain barrels and everything. You brought brought up this spoke or bogey story. You put me to sleep in a -4 degree wind chill.
2: <laughs> Which bogey story? <laughs>
3: The one oh, you just told on on the air, I heard it twice now. There's if more you than bring one. Up Saturday, I'm not working.
2: Oh God! Oh, Ron Bogey,
3: yes. Sorry, yeah, yes. bogey, bogey. Okay. <laughs> so, I was yeah. thinking of Shenandoah Golf Course where I got a bogey once, so that was good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I have another boring story involving a guy named Bogey. So I was getting confused which one of those long. I don't yarns. want to hear it on Saturday. Okay. Yeah,
3: All right, we'll, I'm sorry, I interrupted
1: the long setup. So the house oh, has yeah. these <laughs> penguins on there.
2: So it's it's it looks like a really cool house, and I'm like, you know, I. I bet they're going to be. I bet they're going to be nice. And uh,
3: hmm.
2: and Ed, uh, why don't you why don't you recount uh, well, the I, end I of believe, your your canvassing for us?
3: Well, I do believe in conspiracy theories all of a sudden because I think he knew what that house was. So I walk up to the door. I'm going to be all like uh, you know, real light and airy, and talk about their penguins on the front lawn and all this. There's a big sign on the door. It says, "Do not knock. Do not ring the bell for deliveries." So I had to sit there and think for a minute. Hmm. I said, oh, it's not a delivery, so I knocked on the door and I said the guy opened the door and I said, yeah, "I'm kind of sorry, but I'm uh, of knocking on your door, but uh, I'm trying to get some petition signatures for M.L. Elric." The guy looks at me, he goes, "We're good," but fuck M.L. Elric and slams the door on my face. Oh boy! <laughs> he didn't even give me a chance to go get Elric. I, I said I wanted to say I'll go get him for you, but, <laughs> okay. but I think he, I think Mike picked out that house for me because. Like I said, I was all done. He goes, oh, look at this one. Yeah, yeah, you can have that one.
1: Yeah. So, Did uh, you know? Who's no, owned? I had no idea. I Do you I, know I, now? No, I was yes. actually bummed out. <laughs> I thought that name.
2: house looked really cool. I was like, well, okay, Ed gets the fun house.
0: <laughs> you associated yeah. yourself with cool. That was probably a mistake.
2: No, I that associated good. them yeah. with cool. I was, I was happy. So who's we'll house? We'll
3: call was. him Mr. G from now on. Yeah. Was, uh, well, we're was, not going to mention his name.
2: No, no. Is it a, because he may come looking for
1: me. Is it a person that most people would know? No. no, I don't think Just, so. Oh no. okay. A, so why does he hate you so much?
2: I have no idea. I, we're afraid to go back. But that was the end of canvassing. We were done. <laughs> that was it. We,
3: we, <laughs> then I got to hear the, the bogey story, Boge yeah. story, whatever the hell it boge. was all the way back. Yeah. Yeah. Well we had it's a salt long
0: injury.
2: We had a long way walk back to the house.
0: Why was so. he telling yeah. that story Saturday?
3: Uh God only knows. <laughs>
2: You know what, Sean? To uh, maybe if I retold the story, we'd find some points that might be relevant. Should I? Shall I start from the top again? I mean,
0: I was—I I sort of, kind of remember why I was trying to tell it today, but so Shirley was talking Saturday. about Lee
2: Chatfield, and yes, it, 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 I knew
0: it. Oh, okay. yeah, no, no, Sorry. but but okay. Saturday, I was confused. Why were you just randomly saying, "Oh, well, here's the story about my time at Fox News"? You know,
3: I never figured that out either. Okay,
2: <laughs> Ed was Ed was just praying for the sweet release of death.
3: I also had to go to the bathroom, so after three hours out there, I just wanted to get back.
2: Yeah, that was yeah, it. I feel so,
3: that way right now after four hours. Yeah, here. I believe it. I believe it. So, Ed, I,
2: I, I believe I may see you Saturday, and if, if all went well with the procedure, you'll
3: actually see me. Yes. I'm supposed to be sleeping now till 3 o'clock, Will, so.
2: Well, that's why I told I, I, the Boji story.
3: <laughs> yeah it worked it worked okay
2: well there you go there you go. and that's what we're here to do with uh ml for detroit is to help people in the east side um heal recover and uh and 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 live their dreams or at least have sweet dreams
3: all right good night everybody okay ed murphy <laughs> right everybody
2: thank you ed and uh, ed-, thank
3: you.
2: ed is a, a tangential part of something we've had on the show before when we had the uh the Finding Charlie campaign to try and help locate that little dog oh, on the east yeah. side that was found after a couple of weeks. Ed was one of the ringleaders of that. And, um, has offered some uh, leftover finding Charlie signs to our campaigns, but
1: uh, when Charlie was found, right? Charlie was found, and he wasn't found in the parking lot where the person lost him, right? Like no, Pete? he okay. was
2: not. Uh, he, and, and uh, his uh, his mistress is no Civil War and actor, and if she was, she'd probably be a blue jacket, so she got that going for her too. But um, but I think uh, uh, Ed was going to repurpose those signs with my face that says uh, <laughs> finding Whitey. So we still have to see if that's gonna work for more
1: power to you for canvassing, man. That's a tough gig.
2: It's fun. You I get, think you
1: really want to be on city council.
2: Well, you get to talk to people and you get to hear from them. And it's it's just kind of cool to um to be able to interact with people and and no one else seems to be out there working it right now. But this is you know, this is do or die for me. So <laughs> we're serious about this stuff. And uh of course, um on Sean's insistence, we'll be talking more about this uh throughout the year. Um he I I said, Sean, I think we need to put, you know, we need to 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 keep the hot, hot and the cool, cool, which Mark knows because his family used to sell the uh the McDLT. But um too bad no one bought it. I actually liked it. I loved it. I liked having my lettuce not wilty. Well, a little bit ahead of its time. Yeah. Um, although uh, a, a friend of mine, one of the funniest guys uh I ever met, um uh, he does not know anything about history. His name is uh, Stu Whitney, and he got the McDLT one time, and he said, I prefer to have my my food uh, completed before it's served to me. So he
1: <laughs> can't put the two
2: parts He wants somebody to put the top on oh, the bottom God. where he felt like he wasn't getting what he paid for. <laughs> really? Okay. So, those are the kind of insights and wisdom you only get here <laughs> on ML's uh, Soul of Detroit. So, uh, Sean, uh, I understand no. that you, you watch. <laughs> Cyrus takes us Um uh I know you like that Michigan basketball.
1: Team. I think it's killing you the um, state of the basketball teams in this state.
2: I will just tell you, I have uh Darcy, the aforementioned uh, uh, generalissimo McConnell. Um, uh, yeah. Michigan state can lose to anybody and I'll get a message about oh, really it. like a uh, how about Rutgers? I'm like, what does this doesn't have anything to do with Michigan. Oh. Uh, so I was desperately hoping that Ohio State would beat the dog shit out of Michigan on that's Saturday. classy. And they did not. Well, that's what happens. Wolverines bring you down to their level. But, um, um, but Sean said he really liked the look of that team. He's afraid to say it now because uh, I think he's they're he's, really good. He's having a, <laughs> he's having an ass pick uh, himself. They're really but good, but our listeners salad. don't
0: want to hear about sports. So.
2: <laughs> Oh really? Well, there's, there's actually an opening in the network for a sports program if you want to give people a little taste. No, what are you sure. working on, Sean? What are you getting sure. next? He did have a.
1: You
0: did have a some,
2: good some column leek soup, perhaps
0: on, on what on Izzo.
2: Perhaps some shallots.
0: Did you read my column about the Michigan Ohio State game? Uh, probably. I
1: I'm usually consume almost everything. Memorable. You. But I thought the Izzo column was good because it just shows the overreactionary um, fandom that we live in now.
0: Yeah, it's it's time. I was talking to somebody at Michigan uh, last week about that. The reaction to, to Izzo, and he, and he reminded me that they were part of the part of the Michigan fan base had the reaction that reaction to Beeline at one point, three, f- oh, four, three, four years ago. Four I'm,
1: or one, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. When and then he turned it around like around uh, early January. And Got
0: to the elite eight, I think yeah. that very year. Oh, yeah. I,
1: hey, I love it when athletes prove me wrong. I'm glad Justin Verlander proved me wrong because I thought he was cooked. I thought Stafford was cooked at one point. So when. When you hold them high. You want to hold your athletes to a high standard, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I wish I was wrong about
1: Harbaugh, but apparently
0: I'm right. Oh, you never know. In any case, yeah, there's your thrilling sports segment, Mike. <laughs> I hope well, you're happy.
2: Um, I think uh, uh, Izzo uh, was quoted in Sean's column as saying, "Not cozy at all, hard to live, but cozy to die." Perhaps he's a fan of uh, Molchat. Um, you you m- thinking, m- thinking m- of cozy? Uh, Are you thinking a cozy, like
0: to keep your beer cold, your Altus? Cold.
2: Sean, you know Izzo,
0: or are you thinking of Coos?
2: Molchat Doma. Izzo's a big uh, Sudno
1: fan. He loves that song.
0: Yeah, he likes chicken fingers.
1: You know him really well. is uh, in I don't Nashville. know about really well, but I know him. Okay, you've known him for. Okay, let me phrase it. You've known him for a long time, right? I have.
2: Yeah, he'll this, acknowledge Sean in public.
1: I mean, how miserable is he? On you know, compared to other times, he would have been miserable in his career like losing in the first round to a 15 seed or something. You know, those one-off you know, I really actually haven't unfortunate things because I, this has been a long stretch that's just been painful I,
0: for him. I actually haven't talked to him, talked to him in, in a bit. I mean, I've been part of the regular news It's not only the
1: way the season's going, but COVID has really hit their team and his son.
0: I think he knows it's kind of a, a weird year. I think, um, I think he was happy with uh, they beat Indiana the other day and, Figured out their rotations a little bit more and had some guys that have been really struggling play a little bit better, maybe a couple of them a lot better. And uh, wouldn't that be something if they somehow knocked off a couple of these really good teams they've got coming up in a couple in the next well, couple I of weeks? I don't know
2: about two of the games, but yeah.
0: I, well, yeah, and maybe and maybe they won't. Maybe they'll lose every one of them. I don't know. But uh,
2: no, no, they're using these last games to set themselves up for the tourney, which they're going to
0: win. He was kind of he was asked last week. Do, about the talk with his brand and is this hurting the brand and because of all this losing, I mean, it's really, I mean, he's been at the tournament 22 straight years and it's really unusual what's going on. And I think we take for granted the success a little bit, especially part of the Spartan fan base. And he was asked about that. and He's like, geez, after one year, it's one year and it's a weird year too. Yeah. And
2: it's a year after he could have won the national championship. So I mean,
0: so it's just kind of, but he also said, Hey, this is where the our Cassius Winston at.
2: team." In some, in some, right. uh, in some uh, well, they, simulations, won the national. That's championship. a
0: ridiculous thing to say. They could have
1: won it other times too. So well, that's game. what
2: I'm saying. They, they, he had a great team, and he loved Cassius, and and now he's got. Oh, uh,
1: so you just declare him the 2020 winner of the tournament.
2: I'm putting a banner up. Uh, actually, can we use that <laughs> banner that the Fab Five had to take down? Can we use that one?
1: That <sighs> they're one? still there. I don't it know happen. why. I
0: don't know why they're it, not back up. It,
1: it
2: Didn't happen. It never happened. Time yeah, out.
0: The, the three of us will get together for a sports show. Time out. And we're gonna do the sports show.
2: Sure. When when Chris Webber repays uh, 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 Ed Martin, we'll do this
0: I'm not going to defend Chris Webber. I, I do not like that
2: guy. Oh, no, I don't either. He's a douche. But uh, maybe we'll have Steve Fishman on to tell us how great he is. Uh, <laughs> We've tried, haven't we? Uh, no, we, Steve Enough will come that, on any time. Yeah, we should okay. have him on. But uh, the only problem is we want to talk about all his clients he's like. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I can't tell you i guilty of
0: Okay, so where are we going? Are we are we, right, well, not are we just going to encourage Bring them our, home.
2: We're going to encourage our friends out there to listen to the Drew and Mike podcast because it's the bomb diggity, as uh, Sean used to say when he was wandering around the gas stations of. Uh, I
0: was more no no of diggity Austin <laughs> second uh, semester
2: and listening no to uh, some of his uh, some of his favorite bands. There was. Uh, Arctic uh, Longhorn, and then there was uh, was it Cosmic? Uh, Cow no, Scratch Pie.
0: Acid. They were great.
2: Scratch Acid. Sorry.
0: Uh, the Reavers it used to be called Zeitgeist when I was there. The True Believers. They were with Alejandro Escovedo was the lead singer. He was great.
2: And then other aspects. Don't salad. write me a book,
0: kid. <laughs> that was a yeah. You asked, so there you go. I'm sorry, I got a little a Ricky in there. Okay, go ahead.
2: Aspect <laughs> and and of course we 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 fully encourage you to take some time on Fridays to watch the live broadcast. Of the No BS News Hour. That, that's on Facebook Live, right, Mark? Yep, yep, yep. And, and on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can see the very uh, compelling Mr. Charlie LaDuff doing his thing. And mm-hmm. of course, it's also available for download on all platforms, just as our show is. Um, and we would appreciate if you would give us a download and a Well, they just did if they're listening to and us. And a like and a subscribe. But do give us another one. Go look at an old episode. this. Are you trying show to drag right out there. the ending? Cyrus, are you ready? <laughs> I'm, ch- I'm stalling for Cyrus. Speaking Sp- of the microphone. Cyrus is Cyrus is just, he's, uh, he's pulling on his uh, dashiki. Cyrus, if you are ready, sir, would you kindly um, prepare yourself so that you'll be ready when the time comes to do that thing that you do at the end of every show every week, which is to take us someplace else, um, like, out. Can you dig that? Can you dig it? Can you? Nothing is more important than family.
1: You know, when you grow up around podcasters, sometimes you learn lessons in very interesting ways.
2: It's all fake anyways. Mm. What happened?
0: I did not not raise special boy.
2: big dreams for us my big dream is you i have had one hell of a
0: life there's still so much that i have to share with the world oh and i've got some pretty cool stories about
1: chandre the giant